Hello and welcome everyone to the 24th episode of India Colonized, a weekly podcast where we talk about India's colonial past and the legacy it leaves in our world today. I am your host Umar Haq and today we have with us Ratika Chauhan as our co-host. Imperialist ideology seems to threaten the world more than ever today, particularly the nations of Asia, Africa, Latin America and especially the Middle East. Even India and its colonial past has been severely affected by British imperialism, whose aftermaths are visible even to this day. One of the revolutionary leaders who represented the fight against the idea of imperialism was Bhagat Singh. A young lad, his brief life is marked not only by his radicalized resistance to imperialism, but also to the ideas of capitalism, communalism, and caste system. The non-lethal bombing of the Central Assembly on 8th of April 1929 by B.K. Dath and Bhagat Singh goes down in history as a changing path, not only for Bhagat Singh's life, but also for the Indian revolutionary movement. With this, the slogan of Inqalab Zindabad, Town with Imperialism, these are not merely linguistic changes from Vande Matra, but also the change in the imagination of the popular mass as to how they would resist British imperialism. Bhagat Singh was just a child of 12 when the horrific incident of Jallianwala Bagh occurred. Um, he goes down to the ground zeroes, cups a handful of blood-soaked sand in his palm and brought it back home to serve him as a reminder of the kind of anarchy the English had brought into India. His Systematic study of the world, particularly of the Soviet unions, which began at a tender age of 14 or 15, influenced him greatly throughout his life. And this is very visible through all of the works that come out of his struggle. Even his family, including his father and his revolutionary uncle and his grandfather, kept him under the direct influence of India's revolutionary struggle. The idea of freedom that brewed in these circles was so radically different and much ahead of its time, uh, even for the emancipation of the Congress. To give an example to make this argument, uh, Bhagat Singh's uncle Ajit Singh brought together the peasantry or the working class elements and consolidated them and their grievances against the exploitation of big landlords in the colonial system that was facilitating these landlords. It, it was an approach that was radically different in comparison to what Congress was doing, who at this point is concentrating merely on diffusing the communal feuds on the land and challenging British authority. It was not until Gandhi comes into the picture where the Indian populace is taken into confidence for the movement against imperialism. But Bhagat Singh's early influences of communism allow him to shape his vision of freedom based on Karl Marx's idea. When the non-cooperation movement was withdrawn by Mahatma Gandhi, Bhagat Singh was just 15 years old. So this 15-year-old lad walks up to his dad and asks him, why would Gandhi do such a thing to withdraw such a successful movement that, such a successful movement that had mobilized the masses? But it was not just Bhagat Singh. Many of the active members of the movement began to ask such similar questions. Was it really necessary to sacrifice the whole movement because the leader believed that the movement had lost its sight just because of a reactionary violence towards the British Indian police? The incident of Chauri Chaura and the withdrawal of non-cooperation movement by Mahatma Gandhi 
sparked a sense of disillusionment among the young krantikaris or the young revolutionaries so they started associating themselves the revolutionaries started associating themselves with the politics of cr das people like subhash chandra bose lala lajpat rai madan mohan malviya and more uh, the rather extremist elements of the congress arguments of how gandhi's withdrawal of an otherwise successful anti-imperialist mass movement gives us an idea as to how young revolutionaries came into light uh, while revolutionary units like ahoshilan and uh, uganta the hindustan republican association which already existed in bengal and other united provinces they began to become more dedicated and spread out in their work a year later 16 year old bhagat singh leaves his house in the secret deafening dark of the night and he leaves a letter behind for his father he writes in the letter that he was going out to do what he was destined for and blessed by his grandfather to do that is to sacrifice himself for the nation and dedicate his life for the nation so bhagat singh leaves his home and joins the hindustan republican association it was an association that was headed by sachindranath sachindranath himself was a fervent revolutionary and he was closely associated with the gadar conspiracy that got exposed in 1915 and uh, his time bhagat singh's time in the hra the hindustan republican association brought him in touch with his future fellow comrades uh, that's bijoy kumar sinha shiv varma jadhar kapoor bk dat and ajay ghosh meanwhile away from home and in the company of these revolutionaries bhagat singh starts writing for a newspaper titled pratap and he often writes under this pen name called balwan he also uh, volunteered his services to flood relief uh, he was a prolific writer and just at the age of 17 he was writing essays on issues concerning the language problem in punjab idea of communism uh, the ideas of revolution bhagat singh's most popular work why am i an atheist was written while he was a mere boy of 19 years old i mean probably most of this was inspired by the Marxist literature which was prominent in Dwarkadas library that he used to visit and the kind of company he kept uh, of the Marxists and the other revolutionaries of Punjab the kind of company and the kind of literature he was influenced by Bhagat Singh and his comrades became so convinced with the idea of awakening the country that they went on to declare that they the youth had to perform a daring act of revolution a kind of sacrifice of their lives in order to instill and evoke a sense of anti-colonial emotion among the masses to create a display of sort of the kind of uh, fervor and revolution that was required and necessary in order to rid india of uh, imperialism and colonialism right and the initial step towards uh, the enlargement of this idea that bhagat singh and its comrades were following came in 1928 because as you mentioned that bhagat singh and his other comrades became convinced of the need for a socialist agenda for their uh, revolutionary party so as a next step to this an urgent meeting of the central committee of the hindustan republican association was called on september 8 and 9 in 1928 in ferosha Portland Delhi which resulted in the reformation of Hindustan Republican Association 
into the Hindustan Socialist Republican Association. And this addition of the word socialist was not just ornamental in its very nature, but was a very well thought qualitative change in the goal of the Indian Revolution as a whole. And it was also supported by other leaders like Chandrasekhar Azad, who although wasn't very well read of this socialist theory, but showed complete trust in Bhagat Singh. And before the formation of uh, Hindustan Socialist Republican Association in 1928, Bhagat Singh had already trained himself in such mass organizational works. For example, in 1926, uh, Naujawan Bharat Sabha was formed, which was based on the pattern of youth organizations in Italy, inspired by Mazzini and Garibaldi. Its general secretary was Bhagat Singh, while the propaganda secretary was Bhagwati Charan Bora, who was one of the comrades of Bhagat Singh. And this Naujawan Bharat Sabha also worked to organize the lantern shows of patriots' pictures amongst various other revolutionary activities, they would say. And they were particularly inspired by the sacrifice of Kartar Singh Sarabha, who was executed at the age of 19 in 1915 in Lahore and whose photograph Bhagat Singh specifically would always keep in his pocket. And it was during this period that Gadarite revolutionaries had returned from Moscow, trained in the communist theory and had formed the Kirti group, which Bhagat Singh was associated with as a writer in their journal Kirti, which was um, as a result initiated by Santok Singh. And after uh, Santok Singh passed away, Sohan Singh Josh, who was another revolutionary, became the editor of this uh, Kirti journal, where Bhagat Singh started working as one of the staff members later. And after that, Sohan Singh Josh associated himself, like again, associated himself with uh, the Naujawan Bharat Sabha. Now, if we go back a little in this trail, even before the formation of Naujawan Bharat Sabha, Bhagat Singh was already in contact with other communists in the country like Satya Bhagat, Rade Mohan Gokulji and uh, Shokat Usmani in Kanpur, which was the then working class city. So practically, Bhagat Singh was a part of the communist movement in India since its very inception, but not a very formal member of the communist party because it was still at its primary stage in India. While he did meet uh, Muzaffar Ahmed, who was one of the founders of the com communist movement, who had come to Lahore after his release from jail in the Kanpur conspiracy case 1924. Now, Bhagat Singh, although had no will of joining the communist party, Bhagat Singh and his comrades initially knew that the Hindustan Socialist Republican Association will have to one day organize workers, peasants, students and other potentially revolutionary sections of the society. Whereas they were also of the view that the given undeveloped political consciousness of the Indian masses, something exemplary, first of all, had to be done to awaken the masses and initiate a greater uproar against the British colonialism. It was in the formative years that the HSRA that various political developments took place which did not allow it the time to transform itself as a center of mass organization. And Bhagat Singh's interest and activities not only drew Punjabi youth to join the organization, but even the Lahore City Congress was seeing a flow of revolutionary youth from the Congress to such revolutionary organizations. 
Aroused by the impact that Bhagat Singh was having on the youth of Lahore, the Lahore police arrested him in 1927, citing that he was involved in the Dashera bomb case, uh, which wasn't the case, and he was released when they realized that he was innocent. Five weeks, but I mean, took him five weeks to release him out of the jail. And it was during 1926 and 27 when Bhagat Singh and his comrades were planning a sense of mass activity in and around Punjab. But uh, before any any of it could gain a side of uh, momentum, the Simon Commission comes to India. So when the Simon Commission comes to Lahore, the NBS organizes a demonstration against the Simon Commission, which was led by Lala Lajpat Rai. I mean, Lala Lajpat Rai and Bhagat Singh had their differences because of his um, alliance with the communal elements. But Bhagat Singh was not particularly present during the demonstration itself. um things got bad the british police the lahore police did a lathi charge and uh, lala lachpat rai was hit badly and uh, because of which he succumbed to his injuries on november 17th and lost his life as a response to the death of lala lachpat rai basanti devi the widow of cr das urges the youth to avenge the killing of lachpat rai so the hsra decided to do away with god who was the superintendent of police of the Lahore city and who was responsible for ordering the attack of the Lathi charge which killed Lala ji a plan was hatched and according to the plan Bhagat Singh Rajguru Jay Gopal and Chandrashekhar Azad were a part of a team that would identify Scott and shoot him at sight according to the plan Bhagat Singh was supposed to shoot first but jay gopal gave a signal after he saw sonders getting on his bike and leaving the police station where rajguru immediately took out his gun and shot a bullet to sonders bhagat singh tried to warn azad and saying that pandit ji he is not scott but before he would complete the sentence sonders was already shot by rajguru and bhagat singh had no option but to hit three or more three or four more bullets into his body to ensure that sonders did not survive the very next morning posters appeared around lahore with the revolutionaries owning up to the act of killing sonders as much as scott was the target and he was so because he was a symbol of colonial power sonders was equally responsible for lala ji's death one could say this a foresight but after this incident bhagat singh became clear in his mind that he was going to be executed in the case following his arrest in the trial so he decided to perform as many revolutionary acts as possible in the short duration that was left of him and during the same time many comrades of the hsra were underground for their involvement in the kakori rail dacoity case particularly chandrashekhar azad and after the sonders murder case bhagat singh rajguru sukhdev and others also went underground bhagat singh specifically escaped to calcutta where he remained in touch with some bengali revolutionaries out of whom one of the major ones was jatindranath who also came to lahore later to train other comrades in techniques of bomb making and by this time the hindustan socialist republican association had gained a very fixed vision after having to adopt a socialist perspective of the indian liberation they now wanted to focus upon organizing workers peasants 
students and youth but the saunders murder case and some other cases had limited their way ahead neither could they take cover from the congress party for open political work because of the serious fundamental differences they had and by this time the hindustan socialist republican association had gained a very fixed vision after having to adopt a socialist perspective of the indian liberation they now wanted to focus upon organizing workers peasants students and youth but the saunders murder and some other cases had limited their way ahead neither could they take cover from the congress party for any sort of open political work because of the serious fundamental differences they had so in this situation the only option bhagat singh visualized for himself and the hsra was to increase the engagement of people in revolutionary activities with minimum loss of life and sacrifice their own lives in the end in such a manner that the whole country becomes becomes aware of their goals and ideals and he also wanted to remove the tag of terrorist that was given to the organization as well as himself so for this he thought to utilize platforms from where their voice could reach millions of people and inspire a large number of their countrymen and interestingly by shooting saunders in daylight the hsra did take to this visualized path because this incident did inspire millions across the country so to stabilize the people's active response to saunders assassination bhagat singh now wanted to take another equally astonishing action so when the british colonial government was engaged in notifying the public safety bill and trade disputes bill as law despite the mass opposition from the members bhagat singh and his comrades decided to throw harmless bombs intended only to cause a loud noise in the central assembly and these bombs were fabricated in some rented houses with the help of jathandas who had come to lahore from bengal so the plan to bomb the parliament was inspired by the similar action of revolutionaries in the french parliament which was done to bring focus to the poverty of the french people um so that incident had a famous one liner which says it needs an explosion to make the deaf hear this was also the first sentence that the pamphlet that was thrown out by bhagat singh and bk dat in the central assembly after they had thrown the harmless bombs over the empty benches in the central assembly but the explosion did create a ruckus in the assembly and only a few members like uh, motilal nehru madan mohan malviya and jinnah were able to keep calm and remain in their seats while most of the others were just hiding under the benches it was during the event that the slogans of inqilab zindabad uh, down with imperialism that is uh, samrajyawad ka nash ho were heard in the parliament and in fact inqilab zindabad translates to long live revolution which was a uh, international slogan for the working class movement i mean in hindi this would translate to kranti chiranjeevi ho but this version did not catch the imagination of the people as inqilab zindabad did um it reached from agartala to chennai from srinagar to mumbai and even beyond the indian subcontinent it became one of the most widely used slogans for the nationalist movement replacing vande mataram which was popular in 19 uh, which was popular from 1905 to 1929 before bhagat singh and bk that started raising inqilab zindabad in the central assembly 
if there's anything uh, i mean of the many things that bhagat singh has contributed to the nationalist movement one of it would be the spread of the slogan of inqilab zindabad the entire action of the explosion in the parliament was a planned and structured one um it is evident because the photographs of bhagat singh and that were taken before the action copies of their statements were uh, printed and published in plenty and copies of these were also sent to the press which was received on the same day as the bombing itself the immediate goal of the hsra was to achieve their next step which was to spread the message of revolution among the countrymen for this too bhagat singh had a well thought plan he insisted that they would not defend themselves but would rather use the british court as a platform to spread their message by making political statements in the court so they did not hire any lawyers for themselves for defense but accepted the advice of the advocate asif ali who was a nationalist advocate moreover it was asif ali who read bhagat singh and bk dat's historic statement in the session court on june 6 1929 where they were tried in the delhi bomb case the statement made by asif ali mentioned which is mentioned in the selected writings of shahid bhagat singh at the national book center in new delhi explains the aim and objective of the revolutionary movement in lucid terms it says and i quote we humbly claim to be no more than serious students of history and the conditions of our country and her aspirations we despise hypocrisy a practical protest was against the institution which since its birth has eminently helped to display not only its worthlessness but its far reaching power for injustice the more we have pondered the more deeply we have been convinced that it exists only to demonstrate to the world india's humiliation and helplessness and it symbolizes the overriding domination of an irresistible autocratic rule solemn resolutions passed by the house have been contemptuously trampled underfoot on the floor of then the so called indian parliament unquote i agree and uh, bhagat singh and dat when further clarified their aim they mentioned that and i quote we deliberately offered ourselves to bear the penalty for what we had done and to let the imperialist exploiters know that by crushing individuals we cannot kill ideas and by crushing two significant units a nation cannot be crushed unquote and they also posed questions on colonial powers they went on to say that can ordinances and safety bills snuff out the flames of freedom in india conspiracy cases trumped up or discovered and the incarceration of all young men who cherish the vision of a great ideal cannot check the march of a revolution but a timely warning if not unheeded can help to prevent loss of life and general sufferings we took it upon ourselves to provide this warning and our duty is done here unquote well this also explains the thoughtfulness behind the entire plan of the harmless bombings as well and during the trial when they were asked as to what they meant by the revolution they even went on to explain the concept of the revolution almost in the marxist terminology they emphasized the argument of 
capitalism and the establishment of the dictatorship of the proletariat for the realization of uh, ideal of revolution they also made a mention of the marxist epi said that said peaceful transition is also possible if a timely warning is heeded by the powers that be again concluding the statement with the slogan that long live the revolution the idea of what bhagat singh believed to be a revolution was clearly visible when he defines revolution as a spirit of longing for a change for the better and the spirit of revolution would always permeate the soul of humanity so that reactionary forces may not accumulate strength to check its eternal onward march in fact the entire concept of revolution had become so engrossing for bhagat singh that his complete attention and energy was focused on clarifying his stance not only to himself but also to his comrades countrymen and the imperialist power that to so much so that when ramchandra chatterjee the editor of the modern review mocked the slogan bhagat singh and bk das refuted him in a letter which they wrote to him and it was published in the tribune in december 1929 which cited revolution did not necessarily involve sanguinary strife it was not a cult of bombs and pistols and they may so as as they might be sometimes mere means of its achievement a rebellion is not a revolution although it may ultimately lead to that there were two major reasons behind the actions of bhagat singh and his comrades that they did in the parliament and landing up in the court and jail one of them was to expose british colonialism through its own courts by using them as a platform to spread their ideas and the other was a goal to expose the brutalities of british colonialism in jails by restoring to hunger strike and thereby drawing public attention towards that even though the british authorities were not aware of these plans they were very justly put in the dock by the self-sacrificing spirit of bhagat singh and his comrades there is also a third intention of bhagat singh that appears if we deliberate upon these two goals and that of his ideological development in the entire course of his of him preparing his court statements uh his serious self study of marxism was of clear help he organized hunger strikes for months together even as he was brutally beaten by police and nursed his wounds in jail he studied wrote and took notes from the books that he read some of uh his works reflect the kind of ideas that he was imbibing while he was in jail he was able to draft four manuscripts while he was still in jail uh there were the ideas of socialism his own autobiography uh history of revolutionary movements in india and the door of death and according to shiv barma one of his comrades this manuscript or all of these manuscripts to specify were smuggled out of the jail by kumari lajjawati who was the congress activist and secretary of bhagat singh's defense committee and she because she frequently used to visit lahore jail to discuss the legal aspects of the case that was going on on him in an interview with the nehru memorial museum and library oral history kumari lajjawati did recall that she had brought some papers given by bhagat singh which she showed to feroz chand the editor of the people Uh, the paper which was started by lala lajpat rai in lahore 
and Piroz Khan was told to select any of the parts of the publication for the people. And after selecting some papers, he returned the remaining ones to Lajjawati, which he handed over to Bijoy Kumar Sinha in and around the year 1938. And uh, Sinha then passed them to a friend for safe custody, but later destroyed the manuscripts fearing a police raid. While one of the manuscripts, that is the jail notebook, was however collected by Kulbir Singh, one of the family members of Bhagat Singh later. Now, Feroz Chand published various extracts of Bhagat Singh's works in the later issues of the people. For example, the now famous Letter to Young Political Workers was published right after Bhagat Singh's execution in the newspaper and at the doorsteps of death, as you mentioned. And some other papers, including Bhagat Singh's letter on death sentence given to the revolutionary Hari Kishan, was also published in one of the issues in this newspaper. Moreover, it was the people that published Why I Am an Atheist for the first time on September 27, 1931, ironically marking Bhagat Singh's first birthday after his execution. Now, the strange part about these manuscripts considered valuable today is that neither Kumari Lajjavati nor Feroz Chan nor even Vijaya Kumar Sinha actually took the trouble to look into those papers clearly and note whatsoever was written into them. Later, when Shiv Varma came up with the contents of those papers, is again a fact of mystery. Because although one can say that he might have come across those in jail by Bhagat Singh himself, and if this would have been the case, then either those manuscripts wouldn't have been in their proper form or just like notes the jail notebook is. So, however, the essential part of Bhagat Singh's thoughts did come to light and an evaluation of his thought process has been made based on the retrieved documents, which are very substantial. Now, Another strangeness that surfaces in these manuscripts is that it is difficult to imagine that Bhagat Singh could write four full-fledged books in such a short period of two years, especially when he was involved in the hunger strike and court matters. And out of the four titles mentioned, although two of them seem to be interrelated, namely the autobiography and At the Door of Death, while the other two titles, if these were short pamphlets, it is believable that he must have completed them. I agree that that is uh, something strange, of course. But Bhagat Singh did have a plan to write a full-fledged book on the science of state, whose detailed notes are included in his jail notebook. Through this proposed book, he was trying to trace the historical evolution of the state up to the modern socialist state. And uh, for someone who would go through his works, he would realize that it was a significant contribution to Marxist understanding and the analysis of state. Um, the retrieved manuscripts of his works were published in 1994. Although the jail notebooks was not like the prison notebooks of Krimaski or philosophical notebooks of Lenin or Che Guevara's diaries, um, it was not a diary at all, but a notebook unique in its own way, which included notes of books that he read in jail throughout his, uh, uh, I mean, in jail during his capture and before his execution. Apart from being significant in a selection, these notes were also an objective indicator of the development of Bhagat Singh's ideas. How did they evolve? Uh, how did Bhagat Singh and his ideas evolve over the period of time? 
moreover these notes also give a reflection of his aesthetic sensibility uh, it is evident by the number of uh, quotes that he brings out from classics of world literature and during and after his school days he had also he had developed a kind of fondness for films um many of his close friends and comrades mention about his fondness for films he was a, fa- a fan of charlie chaplin's films and other films like uncle tom's cabin the three musketeers and more he was not only a good singer but also acted in his college uh, dramatics which shows his interest in literature and other art forms and this was perhaps why the elder revolutionary ramcharan das asked bhagat singh to write an introduction to his collection of poetry later that came to be known as dreamland Quite interestingly even before Bhagat Singh's jail notebook had attracted um, scholarly attention in India it was already discussed in detail by the Soviet indologist LV uh, Mitrokhin in his 1981 book Lenin in India in his book an entire chapter is devoted to the last days of Bhagat Singh also referring to AV Rykov's 1971 article entitled Bhagat Singh and his ideological legacy these are some of the books that you should read if you are interested to explore further on how bhagat singh is perceived around the world in these russian publications and there there has been a sense of objective assessment of bhagat singh's intellectual development and this was done so by emphasizingly placing him in the tradition of marxist thought and ideology but apart from the intellectual development in jail the indefinite hunger strikes by him and his comrades marked the continuous of his revolutionary activities the the entire hunger strike was uncompromising and this was deeply reflected when jatin das died on the 63rd day of his fast one of bhagat singh's comrades in jail bhagat singh and bk das continued uh, to fast even after jatin das's death breaking it only in the first week of october after having passed 115 days of fasting they decided to go on another hunger strike uh when the presiding judge of the tribunal had ordered that he be brutally beaten for the murder of sonder's case bhagat singh and his comrades used political weapon of the hunger strike in a very effective manner right i agree with that and uh... to mention the difference between a suicide bomber and a hunger striker as also mentioned by bhagat singh in one of his uh, manuscripts is that this suicide bomber while giving his life for the cause very dear to him takes away the life of others while the hunger striker harming only himself or even sacrificing his or her life pricks the conscience of the nation and uh, bhagat singh and his comrades were very consciously aware of this fact and as you mentioned uh, the circumstances in which the tribunal had ascribed the death sentence to bhagat singh rajguru and sukhdev are also very aptly described in aj nurani's book the trial of bhagat singh and also to mention 3 days before the execution that is on march 29 1931 bhagat singh had also written to the governor of punjab that they should be treated as prisoners of war because they were waging a war against british imperialism and as such they should be shot dead rather than being hanged but the british imperial power decided to hang them on march 24 against all the international norms 
so a huge rally was uh, held at lahore organized by the naujawan bharat sabha against the execution and it was because of this that the hanging happened at 7 pm on march 23 rather than on the decided date of march 24 between 6 to 7 am and when the rally was about to end it was then that the news of execution came and the people rushed to the gates of the jail the scared british officials then hacked the bodies of the martyrs into pieces and packed them into sacks the officials took them away from the rear gates of the jail towards the bank of the river satluj near firozpur and their bodies were then hurriedly burnt in kerosene in the jungle near ganda singhawala village the people of firozpur and lahore located this place and collected the ashes and unburnt bones giving them a proper cremation on the banks of the river ravi thereafter and uh, after this the congress party in punjab had formed a fact finding committee to inquire into this entire mistreatment but the report never appeared in the public except for a few highlights in newspapers like bhavishya that was then published in alabar and uh, the riots although broke in kanpur after the execution of bhagat singh and his comrades and took a very communal color tragically taking the life of the congress leader nationalist journalist and bhagat singh's admirer ganesh shankar vidyarthi but there are numerous interesting aspects of the saga of bhagat singh um he had a good connection with nationalist leaders like subhash chandra bose jawaharlal nehru lala lajpat rai madan mohan malviya despite the differences they held between each other both uh, bose and nehru were appreciative of bhagat singh even when the congress leaders in revolutionary youth worked differently due to their radically different strategies and tactics for the struggle for freedom but when lala lajpat rai allied with the communal forces bhagat singh and his comrades criticized him openly they did not break with him but it was lala lajpat rai's grandson who was inspired by bhagat singh and became the secretary of the bal students union It was leaders like Madan Mohan Malviya, Motilal Nehru, Tiwan Chaman Lal who condemned the act of non-lethal bombing rather strongly. Gandhi declared it to be a mad act of two young men. Yet all of them stood on the side of these revolutionary youths in the court when they observed the hunger strike. And even these leaders went to every possible extent to save their lives. Despite the differences It was the spirit of nationalism and the common cause of the independence of India that had made them all stand together at the time of such crisis. Another such aspect of Bhagat Singh and his revolutionary movement was the opposition that he had for the caste system and communalism. His writings and his conducts earned him the support of the Dalit masses as well. For example, he treated the scavenger of the jail like his mother. It should be noted that none of the communal organization whether Hindu Muslims or Sikh had shown their support in the favor or defense of these revolutionaries and it was only that the left movement that had truly tried to upheld the spirit of revolutionary movement in the country Bhagat Singh and the nationalist leaders such as Gandhi knew that nothing could stop the execution of the revolutionaries even the british colonialists were far more sure of the fact because they were hell bent on killing young men like bhagat singh after observing the traits of growing of lenin's ideologies in india and they even called him india's lenin 
the british could only afford to deal with the congress party to which it could safely transfer the political power while protecting its economic interests but it could not placate bhagat singh and the other revolutionary youth who had pledged to completely overthrow the system of imperialist and capitalist exploitation thank you very much for tuning into our podcast this brings us to the end of today's episode uh we hope you liked it and if you did please make sure you like subscribe and share it with your family and your friends uh we have a list of readings that might interest you in the works of bhagat singh linked in the description so please make sure you check them out also uh please support us on our social media platforms instagram twitter uh facebook where we would be able to give you more updates about our upcoming episodes Don't forget to visit our website www.indiacolonized.com that's a colonized with an s um thank you so much for joining in be uh, make sure you check out the reading list in the description and also an extended reading list on our website and all the other blog posts thank you so much for joining in uh, until next time stay safe stay curious